Hi, welcome to The Pipeline, all things CD and DevOps podcasts by the CD Foundation. I am your host, Jacqueline Salinas, Director of Ecosystem and Community Development. Thank you so much for joining me. It's episode 34 of season two, and my guest today is Ailet Sakto. She is a strategic cloud engineer at Google. And today's main topic is designing for reliability in production. Join us today to learn more about the considerations and strategies that make designing for reliability in production more intentional. It's about going beyond infrastructure into operational practices and best practices for application design so that there's operational readiness when designing an application for production. Some of the things we'll cover today are the why and what of reliability, what is and how do you build a reliable system, and also things for folks to consider when designing reliable systems and some examples from the field. My guest today, Ayla, is a strategic cloud engineer who's focused on infrastructure, app dev, and SRE. Throughout her 15 years of career, she has developed and designed large-scale applications and data flows while implementing DevOps practices and SRE methodologies. She is also an active member in the tech community. She is a mentor, lecturer, and formerly led the Women in High Tech Community Content and Mentoring Program in Israel. In her spare time, Eilet loves creating things, whether it's a dish in the kitchen, piece of code, or creating impactful content. But before we dive into our main topic, designing for reliability in production, we are going to listen to Eilet's DevOps journey. So growing up, my role now, or in general, the roles of cloud engineering and SRE didn't really exist. Uh, So my journey to DevOps um, or to the industry was um, less a decision and more evolved organically from just me following my passion. Uh, I always loved uh, solving problems and creating new things um, and helping people, especially the, the analytic part. When I was 12, uh, when I got my first CD of my my, uh, my first computer broke, um, and I took it apart and rebuilt it. Um, so I really enjoyed that exploration and experimenting with technology uh, and I'm continuing doing it till today and and that aspect of problem solving is actually what led me to production engineering we are encouraged to try and yes uh, it sometimes means to fail but it also means to learn and explore um, another thing that I really like about production engineering is people enabling. I think that this is a very critical part of my role. It's not just about solving problems and it's not just creating solutions for people, but there's also the aspect of enablement, uh, training and upskilling people in order to solve those problems by themselves. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. So today's main topic is we are going to be chatting about designing for reliability in production. This topic is actually from CDCon 2021. What do you think is the main or the most important takeaway? So if there is one thing that people take, I think it's that reliability is our most important feature that need to be prioritized from the very beginning. That that means that we need to design with reliability in mind from the start. We need to remember that there's always a need to balance reliability and other prioritize other features. But a system that is not reliable or even perceived as unreliable will, cl- will quickly lose the, the trust of its users. So 
it is essential that we provide consistency because our brand is a valuable asset. And if you're struggling with that concept, try to put yourself in the user's shoes for a second. Let's say that you are using an application with great features, but you can trust it to work. Will you continue using it? Would you care if an application has an amazing UI if it just doesn't work? Our users, if they will have a choice, will leave us, especially in our fast-pacing digital world. Um, and just note uh, in that regard is that people sometimes replace reliability with availability, but reliability is more than just service availability, especially when we're talking about distributed complex systems. The definition of reliability is much more complex than service down or just even getting a response. Getting back to what I mentioned before, reliability is the ability to provide consistency, to provide a constant level of service at scale, which can and should also translate differently in different services. And it also includes different aspects like availability, but also latency and accuracy. So not only if we are getting a response, but what that response is and how fast we are getting that. And again, think about it from the user perspective. Does reliability mean the same for Netflix user or Google search user. Depending on our service, our user's expectation will be different and reliability can mean different things. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next was, um, does reliability look the same from organization to organization? Is it something that we, for example, would we would be able to compare apples to apples? Yes, it's, it's not just the organization though, it's the product. We are taking a customer-centric approach. So um, it's all come back to the user journey um, and um, the user perspective. So it's not about the organization, even though we need our organization to be able to accommodate for that. It's more about that application perspective. And even in the same application, we'll have different user journeys and reliability will look very different to different user journeys. And again, different application, different organization, different needs. And a good rule of thumb uh, is to think about a system that is more reliable if it has fewer or shorter, smaller outages. But again, it's it's all come down to the amount of downtime that our users, our end user are willing to tolerate and because we are taking that customer centric approach. Um, and again, going back to the same thought, if our user are un unhappy, they will leave, which actually means that our users define our reliability. Um, and we want to measure the user experience as closely as possible to their experience and um, their expectations by that. Understood, thanks so much. So what would be some anti-patterns or caveats that developers and engineers should avoid when they are designing a reliable system? So we, we want to be able to make a decision based on data. So lack of monitoring or observability is definitely an anti-pattern. Um, if we are blind in our system, uh, we can't know where we're going. Uh, so we don't know how to react or how to modify our behavior as well. Uh, we also want to have uh, resilience applications. So uh, we want to have redundancy. Uh, we want to avoid single point of failures and, and global changes. Um, so with that in mind, we want to think about deployment strategies like canary pushes. And another anti-pattern is having 
positive feedback loops, which can overload the system and can cause cascading issues um, like hacks crashing uh, when overloaded. Okay, thanks. So what are some ways that our audience can address these anti-patterns? So I I sort of alluded to it uh, already, but we want to prepare for failure. In SRE, we we have a a saying, hope is not a strategy. And when it comes to failure, it's not a question of if, but a question of when. So we want to decouple responsibility, avoid a global chain, think about all strategies, Spreading risks, uh, again, by avoiding having those single point of failures, um, reducing critical dependencies. We also want to think about aggregation and strategies like um, load shedding, for example. Um, if you can serve all users with all the feature, can you serve minimal functionality? Can we throttle user traffic, for example, or drop expensive requests? Um, one thing to be mindful is that it's better, depends on the service, of course, but it's better to serve something uh, that means degraded service versus no n- no return um, at all. So not, do not provide any answer or any reply. Thanks. Also, how can people get started on, on designing um, for reliability? Um, I think that it's important to understand before we... We think about how we are we are facing those. It's important to understand how we are dealing with failures um, that I mentioned. So um, to think about what type of failures we are able to be resilient to, to uh, can we tolerate unexpected single instance failure or reboot? Uh, how we deal with zonal or um, regional failures, um, and then we can think about how to mitigate those risks. Uh, so, for example, to, to mitigate single instance issues, we should have persistent disks uh, or provision of automation and, of course, backing up our data. To mitigate zonal or regional failures, uh, we'll want to have uh, diversity of resources across regions and zones and, of course, implement load balancing. Um, another aspect when thinking about designing for reliability um, is defense in depth. Uh, if you rely on a system for configuration or other runtime information, um, it's important that you will ensure that you have a fallback. Uh, for example, a cache version that will continue to work even um, if our dependencies become unavailable. Another thing is that we want to scale horizontally. Um, again, uh, by, for example, by decoupling our monolith to microservices or geographically having multiple data centers, uh, multiple stacks. Um, and for that, it's, it's crucial to avoid special hardware or um, a manual special configuration. Having uh, N plus two resources um, is also um, important principles for achieving reliability in a distributed system. And um, N plus two means that um, you have N capacity to serve the request at peak, and then plus two instances to allow for uh, one instance of the complete system unavailable uh, due to or unexpected failure um, or due to plan upgrades. Um, and with that, I want to remind uh, the audience that we can be as reliable as our critical dependencies. And by critical, I mean hard dependencies. If it fails, we are failing as well. 
So we want to choose the right building blocks in our architect to achieve that. Um, and be mindful of the building blocks scope as well. So in GCP, uh, zonal, regional, global, and making sure that those are correlate with our application target. Uh, it's important to remember also that when we're talking about design and architecture, there's no one size suits all. So it's important to let our requirements guide us. Thank you so much for your knowledge and wisdom on how to, to design for reliability um, and, and for mentioning some of these best practices for our audience to start exploring. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, for our audience or are there resources out there that our, our audience can tap into or that has helped you? Yeah, great question. Um, I think that I cannot talk about designing for reliability without at least mentioning non-abstract large system design. Um, in Google, we found that addressing reliability issues during design reduced the cost later. And if we adopt an iterative style of system design and implementation, we'll be able to develop robust and scalable system at a lower cost. Uh, and in Google, we call that approach non-abstract large system design. Again, it described that iterative process of systems de design uh, that we use for production system. And if you go to sre.google uh, site, uh, you can find resources about NLSD and additional topics, including uh, how to run workshop NLSD workshops uh, with your own teams or the Art of SLOs workshop on drafting SLO's service level um, objective uh, with your own team and a lot of other excellent materials, including the SRE books. Thank you so much. Appreciate um, you joining us uh, for episode 34 of The Pipeline. Thank you for having me.